At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here on VSIN, it has gone final. Eastern Michigan is the dominant directional Michigan. They win 22 to 21. A home dog situation coming home outright to the dog. Does come home in that situation, not in the other two Maction games. Uh, how about this dog situation, Bruin in Ann Arbor, Michigan and Seton Hall, Michigan only up one right now as eight and a half point underdog, or eight and a half point favorites, I beg your pardon, and free throws coming for Seton Hall. We'll keep an eye on that. That, of course, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks again to Jim Root for hanging on uh, with us for a couple of segments, and we transition back to college football and uh, bring in a gentleman who has been covering college football for quite some time for the Sporting News. Great stuff. At Bill Bender 92 covers it for, uh, as I mentioned, the Sporting News. So, Bill, uh, appreciate the time here uh, as we have a, a fresh new batch of rankings. Nothing too crazy about it, but I do feel like, and I know, you know, when those initial rankings came out, everyone was freaking out. And I came on the show, and Sean, I think you can attest to this, I was the calming voice. I said, look, things are going to work out, and Cincinnati will have an opportunity. And the road is kind of cleared out. If Georgia takes care of business and, and Oregon stubs its toe, uh, and now Houston being in the top 25, Bill, it, it feels to me like Cincinnati's opportunity to make the playoff is becoming more clear. I agree. You know, they definitely probably need those things to happen. They didn't move tonight. I thought that the committee might get cute and maybe throw Michigan ahead of them. And it's important to know that the Big Ten East is going to take care of itself, right? You've got Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. One of those three likely will make it. I think Georgia's pretty much a lock as long as they win their next two, and then they need those next couple things to happen. But uh, if both of those things happen, I think uh, Cincinnati, as long as they stay unbeaten, beat Houston, look good against SMU. If Oregon loses this weekend, they're going to have a chance. You know, Bill, here's what's interesting, and I have not heard anyone mention this. January 1st, 2021, in the Peach Bowl, Georgia beat Cincinnati 24-21. to Who would have thought that might have been a preview mm-hmm. of the this year's college football playoff semifinal or even potentially the national title? When you look at it in that context, what does that tell you about this potential matchup? I know since he hasn't been dominant, but they did prove in that game that when they're right and they're up for a game that they have the same kind of athletes 
and Luke Fickle's the same level coach, I guess, in his mind as Kirby Smart. What does that tell you about the potential matchup this year? And should that factor into whether or not Cincinnati gets into the college football playoff? Well, I, I mean, I think I don't want to speak for you, Sean, but you know this from your playing days that, that I think in that locker room, Cincinnati believes they can compete with anybody, you know, because they've done that. They, they played Georgia tough. They beat Notre Dame. They beat everybody on their schedule. And um, there's that belief there. I think there's a little bit of score shaming going on with them in terms of they're not beating these teams by enough. They're not covering. You guys know all that with this. They haven't covered the last four weeks, but if they got I, the one thing, the only thing that's different about that comparison, Georgia's a different team this year. Their defense is gross. I mean, they're <laughs> so good on that side of the ball that um, I think it'd be difficult for Cincinnati to beat them, but because they've been on the field and they've, they've competed with them, I don't think they'd back down. You know, Bill, we uh, we saw Oklahoma drop to 13, and a lot of people say, well, Alabama's getting the benefit of the doubt, or uh, Ohio State's getting the benefit of the doubt. You know, the committee, I thought correctly, said, yeah, Oklahoma's made the playoff before. They're a name brand, but they haven't done anything this year, and they've skated by, and they barely beat West Virginia, barely beat Tulane, barely beat Kansas, and they were sitting there at eight undefeated, you know, while Cincinnati, for instance, was a couple spots ahead of them. They lose, and they're now down to 13, Bill. They don't have a good win uh, to their name. They do get an opportunity for Bedlam, uh, and that would be a great win, and then a potential rematch. At 13, if they were to run the table, which I don't think many people believe they can do, but if they were at 13, can Oklahoma, in your mind, make that rise to the top four now? I doubt it. I think Oklahoma State has a better chance, Agreed. honestly because the loss wasn't as bad. It was a it was a bad loss to Iowa State. They just didn't get a couple things to go their way. But that defense, Oklahoma State, State's defense is good. I mean, good by Big 12 standards. They, they haven't given up any points since. They're playing really well. And they've got a chance to beat Oklahoma at home. So if Oklahoma, where they're sitting in the rankings, I think they're more likely, if they were to go 12-1, and one, to maybe slip through the back door than Oklahoma that had that series of one-score one score wins they just haven't looked the part of the, those old Oklahoma teams we've seen, even with uh, when they put Caleb Williams at quarterback. You know, Bill, you consume a lot of football, so you are a great person to ask this question. Let's take the college football playoff rankings out of it. Just based on the eye test, rank the top four teams in the country right now as you see it. Well, I think Georgia and um, – Alabama would be one and two based on talent. I think Alabama, despite the loss of A&M, they're a good team. Bryce Young's really good. And I've been telling people this all week that, you know, for those of us that watch football on Sunday, when you see Mac Jones and Najee Harris and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell doing their thing, you're like, Alabama replaced all those guys. And they're still really good. So I think they're two. I think Ohio State's three right now with that offense and all the talent they have there. And then, uh, you know, of course, Oregon sitting there at four. Oregon's better than people think. They've got an awesome guy at Kayvon Thibodeau leading that defense. They've got Sewell on defense. They've got Anthony Brown and a really relentless rushing attack that lost Verdell. I think Oregon, if they beat Utah, that's really going to firm up their case. I, think- I, was, I was high on Oregon until Verdell went down because I thought Verdell was their NFL caliber offensive skill player. Dye's played well, though. He has, but yeah. I, I liked him better when it was Dye and Verdell. Even without Verdell, do they have enough firepower if they, you know, got a Georgia or somebody in the college football semifinal to justify them being there? Do you think they would be competitive in that game? Well, I, I think they would. I don't know if they could beat a Georgia because they, they're going to have to do both. But uh, Cardwell stepped in nicely at running back and has done a really nice job there. Um, they've taken care of I thought they looked good when they played UCLA on the defense. When I saw them play Ohio State earlier this year, I really liked their secondary. And if that secondary continues to play well, then they're going to have a chance. So I think just for them, it's about going to, or, or, uh, going to Utah this weekend, a team that matches up very well statistically, taking care of business and uh, getting out of there with a win. Yeah, I was going to point to this game because, ironically, the team that uh... – the experts have rated number three in today's rankings is a three-point underdog on Saturday. How tricky of a game is this for Mario Cristobal and that Oregon team? 
Well, Utah's won every game at home. And if you look at Utah's losses, it's going to come down to the running game. You know, there are three losses they've given up more than 200 yards on the ground. Oregon's going to try to pound the rock. They've, they've had some good luck with Utah. I think they've won four of the last six since they joined the Pac-12. So the Ducks can win that game, but it's a tough place to play. And one thing, as you, as you know also, as we get down the stretch here, teams tighten up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's hard to quantify it, but I noticed it a couple weeks ago with Ohio State at Nebraska. They tightened up on the road. Um, Cincinnati played a little bit tighter against Tulsa a couple weeks ago. So we're going to find out just how good Oregon is. And keep in mind, I may have to play them again in two weeks. Talk once again to Bill Bender from the Sporting News at Bill Bender 92 on Twitter. Uh, Bill, the Heisman Trophy race is fascinating because it just feels like, you know, week to week, you know, last week it was, oh, Caleb Williams, maybe he's going to make a run. Well, now here at Circa, he's 30 to one to uh, 300 to one to win it all. He gets benched. Um, you know, Bryce Young has been the solid kind of guy all year long, but they've got that big game against Georgia looming. For Bryce Young to win the Heisman Trophy, do you think Alabama has to beat Georgia? Or what needs to happen for Bryce Young to, to bring home the hardware? Well, I think for Bryce Young, for C.J. Stroud, for Kenny Pickett, um, for Kenneth Walker, the answer is all the same. If, if one of those four players that I just mentioned brings home a conference championship, I think they're going to win the Heisman. And, and I say that if Bryce Young beats Georgia and looks pretty good doing it, He'll win the Heisman. Yeah. If uh, C.J. Stroud goes through Michigan State, Michigan, and probably Wisconsin the next three weeks, he'll win the Heisman. If Kenneth Walker has, you know, Ron Dane was the last Big Ten running back to win the Heisman in 1999, and I remember how good he was. He had four touchdowns and 156 yards at Ohio Stadium that year. So if Kenneth Walker has a moment like that Saturday and the Spartans win the Big Ten, It'll be a really big, good bet to win the Heisman. And even Kenny Pickett in the ACC, the big year that he has, I wouldn't write him off just yet. You know, I, it would be a travesty, in my opinion, if C.J. Stroud won the Heisman. Only because he, has not, he has not He's looked such a hater. Heisman like the majority of the year. Like, they are unbelievably talented at all the skill positions in Ohio State. Hats off, you know, to Ryan Day and that staff and the way they've recruited. But he has looked average at times. Having said that, what does Michigan State have to do to go to Columbus this Saturday and pull the upset? Well, they have to they have to do what they did in 2015. A couple of remarkable streaks at work here. <laughs> you know, one, I was at that game when Michigan State beat Ohio State in 15, and now um, they the Ohio State hasn't lost a Big Ten game at home since. 24 straight games at home they've won in Big Ten play. And Ryan Day's 24-0 in Big Ten play. So they have to run the ball well. Peyton Thorne has to take his shots downfield with Jalen Red. They might not have a Jalen or Jaden Reed. I'm sorry. They might not have Jalen Jalen Naylor. And then Ohio State. I mean, I don't know how, Sean. I don't know how you stop those receivers. You mentioned Stroud. I mean, a product of it is he's throwing to three NFL receivers, maybe four, even when Emeka and Buka is in the game. So Bill, we, I don't we, know how you slow them down. We've got to run. That's Go Bill Bender. Great stuff. Sporting news. Check him out, Al Bill Bender, 92 on Twitter. It's the nightcap here on Visa. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, just another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Down goes Michigan. Wow, a impressive, impressive win by Seton Hall walking into Ann Arbor and beating the fourth-ranked team in the country. Uh, Kevin Willard is a tremendous, tremendous coach, and that is a hell of a win uh, for his program. Uh, just taking a look at what that money line would have brought you home here at Circa plus 315. For the Hall closed an eight and a half point dog, and they come back. I mean, they were down by eight late in the second half, Sean, and they win this game 67 uh, 65. Michigan got fouled with eight tenths of a second to go, had two free throws to try to tie the game. They missed the first, tried to miss the second, and uh, that one clanked in. So a hell of a win uh, for Seton Hall tonight. So the dog was barking in Ann Arbor as Seton Hall goes in and beats Michigan. 67 to 65. So, uh, are we going to get a uh, angry Michigan on Friday night, Sean? Are we going to have to back them against UNLV? I don't know that losing in college basketball creates that kind of emotion, especially early. I think uh, what it does do, it gets you battle tested for when the conference part of the season starts. And then that portion of the season gets you prepared, if you're good enough, you know, for the crapshoot that is the uh, NCAA tournament. You know, Michigan's a team. It's still got some new pieces. I think they're trying to figure out, you know, exactly how to fit everything into what Coach Howard wants to do. But this is a learning lesson. You know, he'll go back to the drawing board. Um, Seton Hall's a really good team. Yeah. You know, we talked about it with Jim Root. You know, it's Seton Hall, UConn, and Villanova that people think are the best teams in the Big East. And so, you know, if you like Seton Hall after the night, you know, if you can go to Michigan and win – you have a chance if you can stay healthy to win the Big East. So There's I think no they got some favorable odds, you know, if you if you like Seton Hall based on what you saw tonight. Yeah, I don't remember uh, exactly what Seton Hall was to win the conference, uh, the Big East, but it was it was decent. Um, and I'm not saying one win in November is obviously not winning you the conference, but mm-hmm. this is a hell of a win uh, for Seton Hall. So a great win for them. Uh, 67-65, they get it done over Michigan. Only two games left in college basketball here tonight. Uh, BYU continues to obliterate Oregon, uh, 46 to 24, and then Cal State Fullerton uh, leading at the half, 34 to 30 over George Washington. Uh, why do I bring that up? Because I have Cal State Fullerton on nice. the money line. So nice call. We, well, it's halftime. 
They were a dog, right? No, no, no. They were a slight favorite. Oh. Three-point favorite. Took I them. thought you finally stepped out of your comfort zone and bet a dog on the money line. What are you talking about? Yeah. Betting a dog on the money line. Yeah, that worked out real well with the Saints this weekend. Thank you for your advice. Oh, anything under five, you should always play a little on the money line. Well, they lost by two. So no I, lost that. I lost that. My only bet on my bankroll that I lost was because of you. Your advice. But, again, I didn't like the Saints. I mean. They covered. If it, if, this, if this was Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas was back, I would have kind of considered that. But I wasn't, you know, going to bet with a Saints team with no Alvin Kamara and Trevor Simeon at quarterback. I don't care how the game turned out. Did they out. cover? Yeah, depending on when you got, what number you got. No, they covered every number. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. What? When did they not I had cover? Tennessee money line, so I don't know about the number. Oh, okay. Two, two and a half, something. It's two and a half. Yeah. Close two and a half. Just saying, I don't know. So they did they cover? Yeah. Okay, thank you. And I, I won that bet, but I, I I listened to the advice of my co-host here. Well, you always got to take a little bit on the money line if it's under five. The ginger genius is very opinionated and very strong-willed, so there's no bet that you've ever made that is remotely based on something that I told you to do. You made that no. bet because you thought the line was stinky. What do you like to put your finger on the tip of your nose? Did, it who? was a stinky line. It was a stinky line, <laughs> and who covered? They did. Thank you. So, Congrats. Thank you. Yes. And I. But don't try and make it seem like I'm the reason you took the money line bet. You took the money line bet because of the line. <laughs> now that is true. Right. That Facts. True. Uh, but uh, so a very good win tonight for uh, for Seton Hall uh, and a couple other college hoop games going on. Uh, I just want to wrap things up on college basketball, uh, college football, this, and then we'll we'll jump back into uh, the NFL here in just a little bit. Eric Eager, as he always does, is going to join us. Uh, at the uh, at the top of the next hour, uh, but yeah, the Heisman Trophy is interesting. Um, you know, I think your guy Kenneth Walker. Um, it's a big week. It's a big week, and I I would say this: I truly believe, and this isn't a knock on your spectacular ticket that you currently have in pocket, which is a hundred to one, uh, which you deserve a lot of credit for. I know I've ragged on you for it, but he's been phenomenal, and you called it from the first game. It was insane to watch. Um, but they have to win in order for him to have a chance. Facts. It, it, Same applies to C.J. Stroud. Agreed. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, the, the award, whether you like it or not, has – and this is the whole thing. When we did that segment back in August where I looked at the last 21 uh, Heisman winners, you basically have to play for a top-10 team more most likely a top five team and you pretty much have to be a quarterback and that's why cj stroud i don't disagree with what you're saying where he's you know is he is cj stroud benefiting from three superstar wide receivers uh yeah big time but he's the quarterback for a team that has a very good chance will be a favorite to win their final three games and go to the college football playoff and likely finish second in the country so because of that, and his numbers are good, it's almost by default that he could win the award, and he doesn't have a receiver like Devontae Smith last year mm-hmm. that ended up you know, swooping in and taking the award. The, I think the, the, the interesting thing is, so this weekend, obviously, there's a lot on the line with Kenneth Walker and C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. What will be fascinating to me, Sean, is Bryce Young. I think he's the rightful favorite right now. But they're going to be an underdog. They are an underdog here at Circa to win the SEC, to beat Georgia. What does Bryce Young have to do? Does he have to beat Georgia? To I don't win think this he award? does. I don't think he has to win that game. Well, he just has to play like he's been playing. Like, if we're honest, without Bryce Young or someone comparable, Alabama's probably a 2 3 loss team this year. Like he's played, are they though? Yeah, I don't think they beat LSU if their quarterback doesn't play great. Uh, and and I mean, he played got, great, oh, and they didn't on, even score on. a bunch of points. Yeah, I mean, but the plays that he they made didn't score for the last twenty eight minutes of that game. But it wasn't because of Bryce Young. They dropped some balls. You I, know, I'm just the quarterback can only throw it. He can't catch it. But when you ask me from start to finish, the kid that I'm most impressed with, I go back to the initial game against Miami, and how he played in his first start, and then I've watched. He's really good. Uh, yeah, I've watched a lot of football. Bryce Young's a – I take that back. Matt Corral, in my opinion, is the best player in college football. But Bryce Young is on the team that's getting 
Matt Corral. A, a bigger profile, a bigger opportunity. And Bryce has played just as good in a lot of ways as Matt. If if the award was voted on the proper way, Matt Corral would yeah. win the highest. He's control. been outstanding this he year. He is the most yeah. valuable player. Yeah. They're 500 a, team without him. On a team, yeah. Sean, that is going to finish top 10 in the country because they have two winnable games. They just had a – they just beat Texas A&M. And – He's yeah. incredible. Without him, they're nothing. He's incredible. But I say this. Kenneth Walker controls the Heisman Trophy. Because I went back and I looked up the Ohio State-Oregon game. C.J. Stroud threw for 484 yards in that game. Yep. But Oregon rushed for 269. Mm-hmm. So if Kenneth puts up a 200-yard rushing effort on Saturday, prime time, everyone's watching, and they beat Ohio State – as uh, Bill said, Ohio State has not lost a home Big no. Ten game since 2015. 24-0 in that stretch. On this stage, if he rises to the occasion, then he wins the Heisman Trophy. But it, the same thing applies for C.J. Stroud. If he goes out and has a phenomenal game, and listen, I'm holding a lot of tickets with a lot of value with, that all are based on Sparty. I want Sparty to win. But Sparty's... Worst unit is their secondary. 130th in the country in passing And I'm allowed. terrified at the lack of athleticism at linebacker for Sparty in trying to tackle Trevion Henderson. That's going to be a struggle. So Kenneth Walker is going to have to be the best player on the field. They're going to have to dominate the time of possession with the run game. They're going to have to get some opportune turnovers, whether it's a sack fumble, whether it's a tip ball that turns into an interception. Those kind of things are going to have to go right. But, again, C.J. Stroud, Kenneth Walker, they'll determine if they win the Heisman. But to answer your initial question, if Bryce Young gets into the SEC championship game and plays lights out and Georgia kicks a field goal to win, I still think Bryce has a chance to win it. Yeah, I I do. I I think if that scenario plays out, Bryce definitely has. But if he gets swallowed up like pretty much everyone has this year, uh, then C.J. Stroud's got an opportunity, especially to flex on a defense like Michigan State. So fascinating weekend when it comes to the Heisman Trophy. As as much as I, it shouldn't be, I think Matt Corral is done. I think it's down to three, and it really comes down to Kenneth Walker going nuclear uh, in this Let's go, Kenneth. Game. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's a nightcap here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just five. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports analysis, insights, and and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift Head over to vsin.com slash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on vsin. All the maction is finito for the evening and uh, less than a stellar evening of, of maction. Even though Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan was uh, intriguing. Uh, Miami of Ohio won and covered against Bowling Green. Toledo won and covered against Ohio. And uh, unders hit in... Do the quick math. Ooh. 35-23, Sean, in Toledo, Ohio. That late touchdown meant over the closing number of 57 and a half. Nice. The late touchdown there for the Bobcats gets you the over. uh, Under hits in Bowling Green, Miami. And then Eastern Michigan and Washington, uh, Western Michigan, uh, 13 unanswered for the Eagles as they get it done at home on an ugly field. Did you see that thing? The, yeah. the gray field? I didn't like that. What are we doing? I didn't like what are we that. doing? 22-21, nice win for uh, for Eastern Michigan. Two games tomorrow night, Northern Illinois at Buffalo. Uh, there's been some money coming in on Buffalo, despite Brad Powers liking NIU. Yeah, wish uh, me well. I have a very large bet on NIU. You, you do? Yep. I'll ride with you. I wish me well. I will. I'll bet with that, too. Um, all right. So, uh, oh, in college basketball tonight, big upset, by the way. Uh, massive upset as Seton Hall, eight-and-a-half-point underdog, Wins outright, plus 310 on the money line here at Circa. So a very nice win there for Seton Hall. On the NBA, Steph Curry, uh, wouldn't you know it, just another ho-hum, 117-99 win as a three-point dog. Uh, probably should have bet Golden State on the road tonight. As yeah, they I looked at that. Took care of business. They are, I mean, there's something hot. right now. You I mean, know, and the line scared me. Yeah. Because I think Nets were four-and-a-half-point favorites and – you know, no one's talking about it, but KD has been playing out of his mind this year. I mean, he's not getting a lot of help. I know they had a rule change that's impacting James Harden's yeah. ability to get to the, the free throw line, but he just probably should just back Golden State right now blindly. 12-2, 12 and, two, and yeah. Steph Curry had nine. Count them, nine three-pointers. You know, because there's so much football going on, and that's all our focus right now, and JVT obviously is doing his thing, betting the NBA on a nightly basis. But um, you know, when this show first started back in February, every night we would just take a look at the Steph Curry three-point prop because he just he goes over it so it's so hard to set a proper line because you don't want to go overboard and make it six, six and a half. Then you're going to get a rush of under money, and the dude is out of control. And what's impressive about what they're doing is they're really developing the depth that they're going to need to actually make a, a deep playoff run and potentially win another championship because... Jonathan Kaminga had seven points and six boards yeah, tonight, their rookie. They're still going to add Clay Thompson yeah. at some point. Yep. And Wiseman, you know, still is going to come back and get, get heavily involved. Who was last year's, you know, top draft selection. So, testament to Steve Kerr, that organization. You know, they got Andrew Wiggins looking like an all-star. I mean, so, I think I've never seen a player go to Golden State and not get better. And I think that that speaks volumes about the job they're doing. They're developing guys and the culture that they have. 117.99, three-point dogs, outright winner for the Warriors. They win by 18 tonight in Brooklyn. All right, let's uh, let's take a look. Last Yesterday we did uh, looking at some NFC playoff odds, and you were high and a believer on – sorry, that came out wrong. You were high on <laughs> – you are not off kilter. It's legal in Nevada, right? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, but you believed in the Panthers at 3-1 to one to make the playoffs, make a run there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are currently the occupant of the final playoff spot in the NFC. 
Switching over to the AFC, it is a crapshoot, man. I mean, this year, while there may not be a dominant team as of right now, I got asked today on a radio hit, who's the best team in the NFL? Right now, because of all the injuries to Tampa Bay, who is right now, November 16th, the best team in the NFL right now? It's a hard question to answer. Yeah, if you put my back to a wall and said I had to take just the version of the team that exists, not right. the version that's right going to be there, I'd probably say Green Bay. That's what I said. Yeah. Their defense is playing really well. I mean, they've got injuries too. Aaron Jones is sidelined right now, but he'll be back. It should only be a short uh, couple-week thing. Bakhtiari should be back. But, yeah, I, it is a, it's a hard <clears throat> question. And uh, you look at you know where they stand right now. But let's go to the AFC. Before we move on, yeah. I do think it's a great opportunity to buy low on some teams. Arizona. Arizona's kind of become the unpopular pick, but they got guys banged up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're not Tyler's healthy. Up. You know, DeAndre's banged up. So if you really believe in the Cardinals when they're at full board, now's the time to get behind them. Well, you believed – you were very high on the, the Cardinals. Yes. Uh, when they were healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we – overreaction Tuesday, we'll do that in 10 minutes. Um, but you said, you know, once again, overreaction, you know, long shot – uh, bet essentially, but you said I think the Cardinals could go undefeated. Um, now they got two losses, but you know Colt McCoy sitting there at quarterback right now. They get walloped last weekend. So on the futures board at DraftKings, Cardinals eleven to one. Mm-hmm. That's the same odds as the Chiefs. Um, you know that's that's the fifth shortest odds mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. Is this that time? Yeah, now, absolutely. Do you, so do you believe in that? Would that be something that would interest you? Yes. At 11 to 1. Absolutely. Okay. Because they still have the inside track in a lot of ways to be the home team throughout the playoffs. Once they get healthy, they get back to winning. You know, because in the loss column, they're right there. I mean, they're tied with Green Bay for best record in the NFC. Yep. Of course, Green Bay wins the head to head if they, you know, end up with the same but record. There's a lot of football but, still right. to be played. There's yeah, seven games left. It's not going to be easy to fly out to Arizona come playoff time. And once again, having that buy is beneficial. Very beneficial. Having home field is beneficial, but the Cardinals will have home field for their first game. You know what uh, the first buy, two games. You know what the buy guarantees in the NFL? That you can't lose. That's true. Because these games are not easy. Cardinals yeah. will play. I mean, every time we make a joke, you know, Cardinals. Let's say they play. I don't know. Let's say they play uh, the Eagles. Let's say the Eagles get hot, and mm-hmm. everyone will say, "Ah." Oh, the Eagles stink. I mean, how many times, Sean, do we do this where the Seahawks, once upon a time, was 7-9, and nine, they won a playoff game. Panthers, I think they were 7-8-1, and one, won a playoff game. Last year, I mean, Washington didn't win. They gave a scare to Tampa Bay. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's never easy. Tampa Bay didn't cover. No, they did not. That's all we cared about. They did not cover. So, uh, switching over to the AFC, though, um, so Another have, jumbled mess. Right. We have Patriots, Chargers, Bengals, Browns, Colts, Steelers, Raiders. And these are all teams that are not division leaders at this moment in time. So, so we have four to division three. leaders are Titans, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs. We got to pick three. I like Patriots. As I told you, I think the Patriots are going to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl this year. You need to get yourself a futures team. I did. I, I like the Steelers. And it's going to be ugly. Ugh. No one's going to believe it. Ugh. But when it's all said and done, Pittsburgh Ugh. will be in the playoffs. So that's plus 175 to make the playoffs. Yeah, and the other one's kind of up for grabs. I don't really have a good feel between Chargers, Bengals, Browns, Colts, Raiders. By the way, you know that tie is going to come into effect in a positive way for the Steelers. <laughs> they didn't lose. I know. Hot, what Did that kick get blocked? No. Did you see him on the sideline? He came like he, up short on a 48-yarder? Man, he looked like he had a pack of Newports in the locker. Couldn't wait to get back in there and smoke My him. goodness. Like, nothing about him said, I feel confident I'm going to make this kick. Nothing. I like the Colts. I think they're playing well. I know you have to trust nah, Carson Wentz. There. Yeah, come on. Come on. I That's worse than rolling with Kirk Cousins. I think they're playing well right now. Jonathan Taylor is a monster. They remember, I want to take a look at their schedule, because how many games do they have left uh, against the division? I think their schedule is one of the more manageable schedules down the stretch. Now, they do have a road trip to Arizona. Uh, that'll be a Christmas Day game. Um, My whole thing but they have them, the Jaguars still. They yeah. have the Texans still. 
Um, I just don't think they've beaten anyone that's any good. Their wins are against Miami, doesn't matter. Houston, San Francisco, when they were all banged up and reeling, the Jets, and Jacksonville. Like, when you look at this schedule, they still have Buffalo, they do. Tampa, New England, Arizona coming up. Yeah, no, it's not easy. Yeah, like they, they get they get the Patriots at home. Yeah, they got they, they do have the Texans and Jags. That should be two wins. Right. Who knows the state of the mind for the Raiders week seventeen? I, I I like the Colts. Once again, seven teams do have to make the playoffs. So do I trust the Bengals? Do I trust the Browns? No, no. I do trust the Patriots. I'm gonna say Browns. I think their running game and their defense will get them the last spot. Browns? Yep. I, I think the Colts defense is, is good enough. So I, schedule gets tough. They can't they can't manage true. it. Plus one thirty. All right, let's get to some overreaction. It's overreaction Tuesday. I don't know what Sean's are this week, so I'm fascinated to hear what he's gonna be firing away. Stick around. That's coming up next right here on the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Nightcap, good friend of the show, Eric Eager, top of the hour. He joins us each and every Tuesday to take a look at the week 11, 10? Yeah, sounds right. Man, where has the football season gone? But we got that extra game. We'll get we'll get plenty of more football. We're fine. Uh, big college football weekend coming up. We'll uh, keep poking around some AAC games. I know. Uh, of importance, mm-hmm. SMU taking on Cincinnati. Yeah, man. SMU's good on offense. Tony's catching 11 and a half. I think that might be a trendy dog uh, this week. And if forced to pick it, I'd have to take the points. Yeah, I'm looking more so. I don't know what I'm looking. I I, I don't know. That, that, the South Florida game just threw me for a loop with, with Cincy. Because South Florida is able to score and do things to them defensively that they hadn't seen done. And, and here's why that's important. SMU... In Dallas, state of Texas, they have athletes that are very similar to South Florida. Now, South Florida haven't been able to put it all together, but, you know, they have some skilled pieces. So that speed gave Cincinnati's defense a problem. So I do see SMU being able to put up points in this game. And Cincinnati's definitely going to score on SMU. By the way, I'm looking at the over. Friday night, there's a suspiciously short line. Houston at home. Yeah, I told you. Only laying eight. Yeah. Memphis is dangerous Memphis. in that game. Memphis, I mean, Memphis is dangerous. coming off a loss to East Carolina. Uh, they got they got talent, though. Now that their quarterback's back, he was banged up. He was hurt. Um, Hennigan. Mm-hmm. That's uh, for Cincinnati. You are pulling for the Cougs big time on Friday night. All right. It's overreaction Tuesday here mm-hmm. on the nightcap. So, Couple uh, overreactions that we've had yes. uh, a couple weeks ago. C.J. Stroud thirty to one to win the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. That was from me. I think one of my overreactions was that Jimmy Lake would be out after one after this season. So uh, you've had some good ones too. I just remember mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my good ones because I'm sure there are terrible ones in there as well. Um, give me your first. Overreaction. Well, I'm using this as an overreaction, but I actually believe this has a 75.6% chance to actually come true. And so when they came up with the college football playoff, it was for four teams to get in to play a de facto tournament after the regular season and the conference championship games to determine who the real college football champion is. And in their heart of hearts, they never thought they would be faced with a scenario that didn't include at least four of the five Power Five conferences. My overreaction is that for the first time in the history of the college football playoff, the ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12 champion will not be in the college football playoff. So three of the Power Five conferences will not have a representative mm. in the 2021 college football playoff. And here's why. I think Oregon loses at Utah on Saturday. They're an underdog. They're getting three points. Utah can run the football. They've had this game circled. That's why they struggled with Arizona last week. This is looking ahead. That crowd, it will be crazy. I like Utah to win a hard-fought game. That eliminates the Pac-12. Two lost Oregon's not getting in. 
Utah's already got two losses. They're not getting in. The Big 12, I think Oklahoma Oklahoma State are going to split. I think they're going to – disagree. I said don't disagree. Right. So the Bedlam and then the conference championship game, I know there are some scenarios where Baylor gets in, but I think they're going to split those two games. That eliminates the Big 12. And the ACC, they're just not going to put Wake Forest in this thing, no matter what. Because I think Wake Forest has the capability to run the table. You know, most likely will play Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. it looks, in the ACC championship. The winner of that game is not getting in. So under this scenario. Pittsburgh's not getting in. They have two losses. Right. And Wake Forest, they're not going to put Wake Forest in. That eliminates three of the Power Five conferences. And so now you're like, well, Sean, who's in? If if, if none of those teams are in, well, I have Georgia. Mm -hmm. I have Alabama beating Georgia in the SEC championship game in a very close, hard-fought game. So Georgia and Bama get in. I have the winner of the Big Ten, whomever that may be. Mm -hmm. For my pockets, I hope it's Michigan State. (laughs) But if Ohio State beats Michigan State, Michigan, and then wins the Big Ten championship, they're in. If Michigan wins out with the win over Ohio State and wins the Big Ten Championship, then they're in. If Sparty wins out. So whichever one of these three teams, I think they're in. And then Cincy finds a way to beat SMU and then Houston in the AAC Championship game, they get in as the fourth seed. It's not the craziest scenario in the world. Uh, And honestly, it kind of leads into my overreaction too, which is I I still think – I think there's an outside chance a two-loss Alabama can get in. And my overreaction is that Alabama with two losses and Oklahoma State get into the college football mm. playoff. And by the way, I'll just say this right now. If you believe that Oklahoma State can run the table, which I have my skepticism, but for this to happen, I really need Baylor to take care of business this weekend against Kansas State. I don't think Oklahoma State can beat Oklahoma twice. Mm -hmm. I think Oklahoma State needs to play Baylor again, and that is a matchup that I would be comfortable with. You get it at Bedlam, but you don't have to play them the following week because if if we've got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma back-to-back weekends, I think they eat each other up. I I just, I really do. I think that scenario you played out is is absolutely fair. But in this scenario, I, I think you could see Alabama with two losses get in. Here's how. Get Georgia. Obviously, they win by, let's say, a field goal. That's what the the line is right now. So Georgia gets in. Alabama's sitting in limbo with two losses, but they're 11-2. Big Ten champ, whether it be Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, they're in. So Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, whoever it may be. I'm with Sean. I think Georgia, I think Oregon loses this weekend. If they don't lose this weekend, I think they lose in Vegas to Utah again. I don't, it's gonna be really challenging. For that Oregon team, in my opinion, to beat Utah twice. Mm-hmm. Pac-12, adios. <clears throat> Cincinnati's going to have their hands full, ladies and gentlemen. Not only this weekend against SMU, but against Houston in the conference championship. I've been saying it for a couple weeks. I'm pulling for Cincinnati. I want them to make the playoff. I want new blood in there. They deserve it. Yeah. From what they showed last year. The win that they had over Notre Dame this year that keeps getting better each week. It's like a fine wine. It keeps aging well as Notre Dame keeps winning. But I think they could they lose to Houston, and that opens up the door to Oklahoma State. And then how does Alabama get in with two losses? Sean, I think it it would come down to eleven and one Notre Dame, eleven and two Alabama. And right now the committee is showing you. Mm-hmm. That they believe Alabama is the second best team in the country. Notre Dame's the eighth best team in the country. How are you going to reward Notre Dame, Notre Dame fan here speaking, not playing on championship weekend and Alabama had to play the best team in the country and lose by a field goal? So I think in that scenario, and I know Notre Dame fans are wondering, how can we get in? I I just don't see it. I think Alabama at eleven and two gets in over Notre Dame at eleven and one. You could be right. I want to eliminate one of your teams and I want to give some Statistical data to back it up. Okay. Oklahoma State. They run the table. I don't think they can, and here's why. Tremendous defense. They got to play Baylor in the SEC. They're third in the country in total defense. They're great. The flip side of that is they're 83rd (laughs) in passing offense. And 60th in total offense. I just don't think with that quarterback play or lack thereof, they can run this table. They'd be a great story. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see the mullet 
standing on the sideline for a college football semifinal game. I think their fan base would support it. Oh, yeah. But I just don't know. Like, name the team that's built like this Oklahoma State team. I mean, literally can't throw the football with any consistency that's gotten into the college football playoff. I mean, just don't see it. Yeah, I'd have to – I mean, I'm trying to think back to the Michigan State team that made it, um, you know, however many years ago. But, no, I I agree. I I don't – I the the scenario that has to play out for Oklahoma State to run the table, in my opinion, is it has to be Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. A defensive-minded team that they could bully their way. Out tough. Right. If they played Oklahoma for a second straight week, they're losing. And if they beat them in Bedlam, which, by the way, I think they've lost that – that game six straight years. So um, it, it, I think this is good for college football. I know that there's a very strong likelihood we get Georgia, Ohio state, but we're Clemson's not in it. Um, Oklahoma's not in it. I think this is good for college football. We need new blood. I would like to see Cincinnati for this. Honestly, for the health of the sport that I love, I would like to see Cincinnati get in because I think there's a lot of casual fans kind of lurking around saying, ah, the little guy's never going to get in. I want Cincinnati to run the, hear me, Cincinnati fans. I know there's a couple out there who are mad at us. You're not playing well right now. Yeah. I want you to make it. Win out. They control it. And I think they don't, they, you know, they need a couple tweaks, but. All you can ask. Alabama's going to be a dog against Georgia. Oregon's a dog this weekend. Win out, and you're going to get in. We'll get into a couple other overreactions later on in the show. But Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus will join us top of the hour. It is the nightcap on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus